Welcome to The Checkout. We catch up with previous Add to Cart guests and ask them five quick questions to get to know them better and leave you with a little extra inspiration to get you through your Friday. Today's Checkout features Shane Lenton, co-founder and CEO of The Wishlist Company. The Wishlist allows shoppers to save product items for review and purchase later either online or in-store. It gives retailers the ability to capture customers' details and preferences and automatically generate personalized marketing campaigns that will build engagement and drive sales. Shane has a passion for customer service and a brain for tech. This combination has found its natural outlet with the wishlist and already embraced by retailers such as Kip & Co, Mr. Pullman, and Inku. Shane, welcome to the checkout. We've had a great episode with you learning more about what you're building at the checklist and all things omnichannel which um, has been fascinating to hear from from your experience there and the opportunities available for retailers in australia around omnichannel we're here to learn more about you so i've got five quick questions number one what's the weirdest thing that you've ever bought online i honestly don't have an answer for that a pause usually means there's something really good coming or you're really struggling no, I'm struggling. Look, I'll tell you what my worst purchase was. Most recently, with zero research, I ordered a four and a half meter long electric awning for for my backyard. Zero research. I've literally spent no shorter two days, and I'm reasonably handy of uh, getting this thing put up, and it just will not work. I'm getting zero support from the marketplace I bought it from. I won't name and shame them yet. I'll give them an opportunity to fix it. But that's certainly the worst because I'm sitting here thinking, how am I going to get rid of this thing? I'm ready to throw it away, but it is dead set four and a half metres long. It weighs about three, 400 kilo. <laughs> what a nightmare. Yeah, so that's probably my most ridiculous purchase and literally without doing – it was a spare of the moment – I need it, I want it, I found it, I'm buying it. Makes uh, your wife's boots look pretty simple in comparison. It does, it does. Number two, who is your favourite retailer? Look, in Australia at the moment, it's Inku. I love the brand, love the team, love the product and love shopping with them. Couldn't agree more. Doug and the team are just amazing Big fan of Doug. Catch up with him often. He was he was on the show. It's almost two three years ago now. But they do incredible things, and I, I they have a great meld of online and offline. Both beautiful experiences, but both still very different in their own way. Yeah, absolutely. And we're um, yeah really excited to um, yeah to see what we can do together around the wish list and improving sort of bring bring those bridging those gaps a little bit more from digital and in store as well. So yeah, but just just love everything about the brand. Good stuff. Number three, which e-commerce practice do you wish was history? The fact that I can still still transact online and need to go and find my wallet and find my card. Mm-hmm. Absolute most frustrating thing in my entire life when it comes to e-commerce and online shopping. And then that even comes to service, paying for services and other things. It's infuriates me yeah and i think things like apple pay and uber have changed our expectations of why am i filling out this form i was buying some flowers the other day online and i shouldn't talk to you about because we've had a lot of gifting businesses on but 
having to fill out forms at checkout for gifting is like 50 lines of form that you have to fill in. I'm like, surely there's a better way to do this now. And, and with the forms not picking up the autofill as well, yeah. I'll chuck that up there, particularly when you're on your phone. It's just like, and I know you can save, I know, you know, you can save your card in browser and all the rest, but for me it's just having, I mean, either if I'm shopped with a retailer before, that's the first one, make sure you give me the option to save it. Secondly, if you're on, which we are most of the time, when we want to transact is we're on our phones, make it easy. And it's with those digital wallets. It's just a necessity. Absolutely. All right, number four, can you recommend a book or a podcast that our listeners should immediately get into? Look, from my perspective, I don't read as much as I should. It's probably something that I've never, I've really read to study. It's just, I just don't find it relaxing. My family thankfully does, as in they, my, my daughters take after my wife and they just play out through books. So I won't say book, but for me, and I generally mean this, I'm loving some of the Aussie podcasts what you've been doing and some of the guests has been incredible and really interesting stuff. So I'd have to absolutely say add to card. The other new one I'm loving and, and again, I, there's people and industry people I can't speak more highly of and, uh, and that's Carmel and, and Hannah with the humble brags and, and shopping bags. I think they've come out of the blocks and, yeah, really good guests, but also the two of them. They're just a great dynamic and, yeah, really enjoyed, yeah, listening to, to what they've launched today and the guests they've had. And then internationally, I haven't been back on for a while. So, I mean, and this is just my headspace for the last few years. I've been flat out with the wish list and flat out with consulting and flat out with Q. But uh, now that I've sort of, I won't say I won't be super busy and I am with, with the wish list, but my mind's a little bit more sort of laser focused, which means that I've got a bit more headspace. But uh, in the past, I'd often go to fashion issue business which from a base out of New York and, and from a global view and a global perspective, yeah, I've got some huge, great insights out of that over the years. And it's like anything, it's when I attend a conference, I mean, going to conferences is still, for me, a really important thing. When I go and listen to, whether it's a podcast or in person at a conference, I don't always get a huge amount out of every single piece within that podcast, but there's some nuggets I pick up. But at the same time, it just gets my mind racing. And generally when I'm at a conference or when I'm listening to a podcast, everything else is pretty much shut out. So it's just, it's that time where it's almost a recharge for me uh, and a reset. So, um, so yeah, from my perspective, there are three podcasts that I think could be hard to go past. Good stuff. Thank you, mate. Appreciate the plug as well. Um, number five, finish this sentence. The future of retail is? Seamless. Reason why? I just think, and everyone's been talking about it for a long time, but I just think it's, you know, the experience where I'm interacting with customer care and being able to transact there and then and they don't even need to hold stock, give them a way to transact and push it out through the order orchestration. If I'm in store and I want to buy something and it's not available there, but it's somewhere in the network, sell it to me there, let me leave. And next thing I'm stoked because I'm getting that item delivered. And then... It's, you know, things like wish list. It's um, if I'm going to add something to a card or, sorry, add something to a wish list or I'm going to spend time in store, provide an experience. So I'm not having to go to my camera roll and search location and months and try and find things. For me, it's just about providing a seamless experience for the consumer 
And then it comes to things like we touched on, delivery, give all the options. It comes to payments. Don't make people get a credit card out and then go and find it. Just make it really, really easy and, and have all their information saved and make sure, again, it sounds crazy, but the amount of checkout forms that aren't that don't aren't linked up or connect in the right way to autofill and otherwise, just make it easy because everyone's there's so much noise at the moment and and everyone's attention spans getting lower and lower. And if I think about my kids and the way that they, they consume content and the way that they're starting to shop, I mean, they're 14-year-old twin girls and uh, love shopping as much as their mum. And But they shop across all touch points and channels and, and they know how to interact. They've got no fear of pinging live chat or, or send an email and asking a question or go. they love going into store as much as they love shopping online. So I think, you know, we talk about frictionless. It's the same thing, but I think for me, seamless seemed like a, a good word to, to put to it. Perfect, mate. Well, I better let you go, go fix that awning. And thank you for joining us on the checkout. Cheers, mate. Thanks for having me. To hear more from Shane, jump back into episode 286, where Shane shares how the idea for the wish list gained real legs when his wife lost out on the perfect pair of boots. He also gives his thoughts on the key components of a good omnichannel experience and how he started problem solving at an early age with a rope, a pulley, and the family pet. It's not as sinister as it sounds, I promise. Thanks for listening, and until next time, keep adding to cart.